0: To single soulmate podcast, where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. All right, so hey, welcome to our um, uh, welcome to our awesome episode of what's going on with your love life and what can be done about it. So there are so many myths out there <coughs> about love, dating, relationships, um, that it was hard for me to boil it down to six myths, but I I chose six myths because these are some of the biggest myths. They're really huge and they really do end up harming, really like strangling the life out of your ability to attract a high quality man and get into an awesome relationship. So I'm going to just go one by one through the six myths and uh, of course if you have questions along the way about anything i'm talking about uh please do post them in the comments and i'll address them all right so the uh we're gonna just dive right in here all right so the first myth is that it's a numbers game dating is a numbers game and what i want to encourage you to do is think about uh think about this from this standpoint. If it really were a numbers game, then the the people that you know, let's say you know some some girlfriends, the women that you know that date the most guys and uh, sleep with the most guys, they would be finding love, right? If it was just a numbers game because you know probably everybody knows someone who's dating a whole bunch and sleeping with a whole bunch, And that would be the case, right? But nothing could be further from the truth, right? Um, And if, if getting out there is really your plan, then you've already lost. Why is that? Because if it was just a numbers game, then what you would see is the more number you go out with, the you would see improvement right you'd see a high quality guy something like that would be happening but what happens instead is that you lose your your drive you lose your joy the more you go out with there's there's even some dating coaches out there that say here's what you got to do you got to go on a hundred dates or you gotta reach out to 100 people in like two weeks or something like that, and just be hustling it up and stuff like that, Go on at least one date a week and things like that. And And the reality is that you'll simply be attracting more and interacting with more people that are basically just like the people you've been going out with. So a numbers game approach is exhausting. It's particularly exhausting for a woman who has, like if you're 20 years old and you're like wow dating a fun new thing but after you you know your late 20s your 30s your 40s 50s whatever you get tired of that and if you just keep attracting more of the same it it like hurts your heart you know never mind if you're like sleeping with them having like you know situationships with them and stuff like that it, it's just going to hurt your heart to to have that and so uh It's not a numbers game until it is, and and what I mean by that is that if you're if you every time you're dating with someone you end up saying, God, this is like kind of more of the same. All I see is guys that just want sex. All I see, all I seem to interact with, is guys that just are like. You know trying to find you know a a mama for them or something like that then what you're experiencing is that more people like that is not going to do anything for you except like make you get like depressed or something right um uh, that approach is going to leave you feeling used confused and you're going to lose hope because you're going to say man all i'm seeing out here is this and and that's all i'm i'm getting um Here's the thing. If you're looking at it as a numbers game, that's a more masculine approach to things, right? Like I was talking about some, some dating coaches are like, go on a hundred dates, reach out to a hundred guys on online or something like that, right? It puts you in pursuer mode. If you're in pursuer mode, you're in masculine mode. And this messes up the masculine feminine dynamic. You are not magnetic. You're exhausted. You're not feminine and alluring, you're chasing. And if you're chasing, pursuing, all of that stuff, you're establishing a relationship dynamic that you'll never be rid of. And you'll always have to be doing more for him and doing stuff for him, and you'll end up feeling tired, exhausted, used, frustrated, because you're not in your feminine. You're not the prize. You, you're pursuing him as if he's the prize. So in your mind, if you're saying it's a numbers game, you have already lost right there because you've put yourself as you're not the prize, he's the prize, and you've got to pursue him. And you just don't want to do that. You really don't want to do that. So uh, consider that it's a numbers game is far from the truth because you'll just be attracting more of the same let's look at the second myth the second myth is that tips advice opinions from anyone is okay you just kind of read it and decide if it makes sense i want you to think about the the whether you've ever had the experience of you have a guy who you think is awesome and it turns out that he ghosts you or he sleeps with you and then um Just, you know, things fall off uh, pretty quickly. Or you have a guy that you go out with and then you find out he's got a second family or um, he's, you know, something like that, or he steals from you or lies terribly and you just didn't see it. Um, What that means is that your decision-making framework is not solid. And when you're picking up tips or advice from just anyone, you're not able to see into the reality of how, whether they have the results or not, actually impacts the tips or advice or opinions that they're giving. Um, think of it this way. If someone was obese or out of shape, would you think that their advice about fitness or health is just the same as, their, as the advice from someone who is fit and in shape? I hope you wouldn't think that. It doesn't mean that the person who's obese and out of shape doesn't have good ideas. It's just that they simply cannot have full ownership of the information that really works. Otherwise, they would do it on themselves, right? Um, If you're looking to build wealth, do you ask your broke friends for that? No. You ask the person who has what it is that you want, right? Um, By the same token, if someone is single, look, there's a lot of dating coaches out there that are single, and and they think that that has no bearing on their understanding of how to get you into a marriage. There are dating coaches out there that will say, well, I can help you, but I happen to be single by choice. Or, or, I remember hearing one who said, I'm single now because I'm having too much fun. It's like, wait, so you're saying when you're done having fun and you're ready to live a life of less fun, that's when to get married? You don't think that that's going to affect the kind of information and advice that that person's going to give you, which is when you're ready to settle down and stop having fun, then you're going to get married. This is, this is, the, the advice from someone who has no full understanding of what it is that they're talking about, no matter how many books they have, they've read, no matter how many certifications they've read, anything like uh, certifications, they have anything like that. If you have a certification on your wall that says you are certified to coach someone to find love, but you don't have love yourself, then it is merely theory to you. Look, I have watched a lot of NBA basketball. I actually know a lot about what players need to do to improve and stuff like that. But in order to take advice from me about it, I should probably have more understanding of what it's like. I've never climbed up Mount Everest. Do you want someone who's climbed up Mount Everest to guide you, to personally guide you up Mount Everest? or? Do you you want someone who's never done it but has read books and has a fancy certification on their wall? Or do you want someone who's actually climbed up Mount Everest and taken other people up Mount Everest, right? Like, don't ask your broke friends about how to make money, build wealth, stuff like that. Don't ask your out-of-shape friends how to get fit and healthy. And by the same token, don't ask someone who is single themselves how to find love because it is simply theory to them. And and the idea that, um, that a, a dating coach who isn't happily married themselves can give you advice about finding true love and marriage simply doesn't understand that how you start the dating relationship has everything to do with where it goes because you are the relationship establisher and you are the relationship navigator and if you don't know what you're doing about establishing the relationship you are already on your way to a completely different destination than someone who does know how to establish that relationship um, the other thing is the idea that opinions or, 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 or like gathering different opinions or gathering different information, this is all part of number two, um, that, that what you really want to do is gather a bunch of information and then you decide what is the right way to go for you in order to find true love, marriage, and family. Here's the thing, your thinking process, not just what has happened to you in your life, but your thinking process has landed you where you are. So if you're not happy with where you are, it is part and parcel of your thinking process, your decision-making framework. So you gathering more information is gonna do one thing, it's gonna overwhelm you. Do you, do you feel like you're having information overwhelmed? You watch this video, you listen to that podcast, you read this blog, you read that book, you go to YouTube, you gather a bunch of information, but the way you are synthesizing that information is par- is making you exhausted and making you tired because you're just in information gathering stage. Now, a hundred years ago, information gathering might have been a great approach because there wasn't a lot of information out there about whatever. Now, There's a zillion pieces of information about everything. Information gathering is not what it takes. It is actually having hand-holding and being able to ask questions in real time as you're gathering the information. This is why, although all of us know that there's tons of information out there about healthy diet exercise fitness all of that stuff if it were just about information all of us would be super healthy super fit and while we're at it super wealthy and all of that stuff because the information is abundant but it is the ideas of what to apply in what order to your specific situation in your life in your circumstances right now that is of higher value than just information. Gathering more information does nothing for you. In fact, it brings you to information overload and, and gives you info like analysis paralysis because you don't know what to do with all that information, right? Again, a hundred years ago, maybe you could read all the books about any topic that you want. Now, you cannot possibly consume all of the information about any topic, and let's talk specifically now about love, dating and relationships, you couldn't possibly gather and and synthesize all of the information. This is why having a guide, a mentor who knows what information is relevant to you right now, given your specific particular circumstances, and place you're at in your life is invaluable because you don't have enough time to gather all the information, synthesize it, try it out in your life, see if it works, see if it doesn't work, toss this idea. You don't have enough time to do that now. And you probably have been doing that approach for years. And if that is your approach, which is I'm gonna just gather a bunch of information, I'm gonna take tips and, and, and advice from anybody, doesn't matter if they have the uh, results or not, um, it, it it leaves you feeling exhausted, it leaves you feeling overwhelmed, and it doesn't recognize that that met mastery in mentorship and application of information is far more valuable today than it was 50 or 100 years ago. You might be familiar with uh, Malcolm Gladwell, he popularized the, the research that it takes 10 years and 10,000 hours to develop mastery over something. And so it's, it's deliberate practice and doing the thing for over 10 years. And so if someone is doing something for less than 10 years and less than 10,000 hours, it means that they're practicing doing the thing so they can get to the place of mastery. So that means if you're, if you're getting dating advice from someone who's been doing it for less than 10 years and 10,000 hours, it means they're practicing on you and they're practicing on your life. And you probably don't have time to waste while they kind of figure out what does it take for, for mastery. Um, and again, looking at if they don't have the results, then it is simply theory to them. And you do not you might as well just ask your friend what they think about whatever, because everybody's got an opinion. But whether they have the results or not, should determine whether you are, whether it makes sense to actually listen to their opinion. Like we don't give people opinions in our our programs. We give them our research and experience based uh, facts of what works versus what doesn't based on the individual person's specific situation in their life. Do single moms need different sets of information and guidance than someone who doesn't have kids yet but wants kids? Absolutely. That's why in our programs we answer questions one at a time for based on the individual woman's situation and her life circumstances because that stuff matters because there's some things that you as a single mom really should be focused on and some things that you really shouldn't this is a little bit of an aside, but how even your parenting um, has a lot to do with your love life and relationship life and often how your parenting um, interferes tremendously with your love life and you don't even realize that it's, that it's doing that. This is why we offer, uh, also we give our clients parenting um, coaching if they're a single mom because how they date is gonna be different than someone who's not a single mom and how they parent can be doing everything to like pull back their success in, in, um, in love and relationships. Okay, so number three. The uh, number three biggest myth is that the reason why you haven't found love is it's your uh, weight, your age, your wrinkles that are uh, the reason why your uh your dating life is not taking off your love life is not taking off you haven't found the one that kind of stuff because there's this thing like men are visual men are visual yes men are visual but men are not like you know complete idiots either like the idea that everybody wants to have the richest most beautiful most handsome person in the world to date to be in a relationship with and stuff like that yeah 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 anyway in the real world right The guy's an ordinary person like you or me right an ordinary person and so they're looking for someone who's you know a good looking person, but keep in mind that uh, good looking goes up or down based on what's inside of your heart. Right. You've had this experience where you have someone who's really good looking on the surface, but uh, in the more you get to know them, maybe they're a nasty person, they're disrespectful, they're unkind, that kind of thing. And so they end up getting less good looking because of that. Right. Uh, And by the same token, someone who's kind of ordinary looking um, becomes better looking when you get to find out what's in their heart. when you get to find out um, how kind they are, how sweet they are, whatever it is. So everybody's had that experience. And so um, while it is true that some guys are just looking for the best looking youngest woman they can find, the real issue is why are you attracting only those guys? What about the commitment minded, um, high quality men that our clients are finding all the time? Uh, Why aren't you Get, finding them, meeting up with them, dating them, getting into relationships with them. Uh, that has more to do with the uh, inside. So think about it this way. The inside is what matters. If you have an orange seed, can you predict what, what will grow if I put that in the ground and I water it and stuff like that? An orange tree. If you have an apple seed, can you predict what's going to grow um regardless of of the weather the place and stuff like that if you plant an apple seed you're not going to get avocados you plant an apple seed if anything grows it's going to be an apple tree right because what's inside is what determines what's outside same thing for you It is what's inside of you that makes you more or less attractive. It is what's inside of you that makes you more or less prepared to be in a relationship with a high quality, commitment-minded, emotionally mature man. It is what is inside of you, not what is outside of you. However, if you are attracting men that are only interested in sex or just looking at the surface area, it is likely because you have bought into the myth that It is all you have to offer is what is on the outside. All you have to offer is your looks or your weight or whatever the thing is. And and so you're not actually valuing what's inside of you. And if you don't value what your hopes and dreams are, if you don't value how you tick, what lights you up, what your what is a, of prime importance to you in your life, inside. If you don't value that, no man possibly can value that. If all you do is focus your energy, meaning your, your time, your money, your effort, in external things, in just basic living stuff, obligations, and, and things like that, if all you do is focus only on that, all you're gonna get is a guy that just focuses on that. What can you do for him? What do you look like? Things like that. Look, all of us are getting older. All of us are getting uh, more wrinkles, maybe more gray, maybe more puffy, whatever. But if you are focused on what's going on inside of you, what we call becoming your own soulmate first, which is what we take our clients through, uh, becoming your own soulmate first, and recognizing that you yourself are the prize, that what you bring to a relationship as a woman is not external things like looks or weight or, or even physical things like sex or stuff like that, or cleaning or cooking. If you don't see that, then you're never gonna attract a guy who sees that right? If you don't see that in you and you don't value that in yourself, then you're never going to attract a guy to see that and value that in, in you. Um, so, um, what's inside is what determines what is outside um so that's another uh myth because men are visual it's all about looks and nothing could be further from the truth i happen to be falling in love with laura and just loving who she is without literally having any idea what she looked like because remember we've been uh together 20 years uh married almost uh 20 years at this point and um uh, we met on Match.com and because of the way she wrote her profile, which is something that we take our clients uh, through and has been continuously updated since we did that. But because of the way she wrote her profile, she had literally no pictures. And so I was emailing her and then talking on the phone and I literally had no idea what she looked like. Um, And I was already falling in love with her even then, just talking with her on the phone. Um, And then I finally, obviously, we met and stuff like that. And I think she's beautiful, but she was beautiful on the inside first. So does that mean that looks don't matter? Could you get away with that nowadays on online dating? You probably couldn't. But the, the big thing is your mindset around your looks. If you don't love you and accept you, no man can. And loving you and accepting you means valuing yourself on the inside, which means your your time, your energy, your, your money is not going just to external things and obligations and stuff like that. It's going to what's inside of you, who you are on the inside and transforming and upgrading who you are on the inside so that that will be shown on the outside. One of the most common things that we hear from women that work with us in our programs is that their friends and family say that they must have gotten a facelift or, or why is it that they look like, you know, five, ten years younger now because they've transformed on the inside and it shows up on the outside. On the On the opposite, if you are not valuing yourself, not loving yourself, losing hope, getting frustrated, mad at men, all of that stuff, it's showing up on your face. It's showing up on the outside and it's being received in such a way that the what may per, may appear to be just a judgment based on looks is really a judgment based on you will you can tell the fruit of the tree. You can tell the type of the tree by their fruits. In other words, you're wearing your insides on your face, for better or for worse. So don't believe the myth that it's just about your age, your weight, stuff like that, because the truth is, like, we've had clients that are, you know, could could stand to lose 5, 10, 20, 50 pounds, and they can find love. We've had clients that have more wrinkles than you and I put together, and they find love. Uh, it it really doesn't matter those things. What matters is what's going on inside of you and how you think about yourself and whether you are truly your own soulmate first. So uh, fourth um, myth is this dating site is better than that dating site. Now to a small degree, yes, that is true. Like Tinder is still mostly just a hookup site. Occasionally people find true love there, but mostly Tinder's just a hookup site. Then there's some that are straight up a hookup site, you know, and uh, so yes, there is some. to some extent, there are um, some things like that. We steer our clients to the online dating sites that have the highest percentage of people who are looking for relationships. And, but are there still knuckleheads and scammers on there? Yes, absolutely. But there's this idea, the myth is that there are online that there is online dating. Now, that is the term that we use online dating, but really it's online meeting. And there is a myth that there are online guys and in real life guys. This this is I'm just going to say it, this is preposterous. It's just as if you met a guy in a grocery store and then two years later, you met another guy at a grocery store and both of them were knuckleheads and you said, grocery store guys, you got to stay away from them. Or you met a guy at church and he was a scammer and you said, church guys are no good. Or you met a guy uh, through a mutual friend and you said, meeting through friends is is no good. It, the the avenue through which they come is, is irrelevant, you know. Um, Is it true that there are better places to meet guys? Yes. But we've had clients that have met their guy in a bar. Is that a recommended place? No. We've had clients that have met them on on an app that is a little bit more of a, of a hookup site. Is that a recommended thing? No. But occasionally that does happen more so because of what's going on inside. If you are on the exact same site that our clients are finding their guys, then you have to open up to the idea that it's not the site it's you so the idea that um that that online dating and and stuff like that um that it's all about the site is uh this is simply a a myth uh we're getting close to now where 50 percent of relationships now start online. um, And this goes up every year. We've been doing this, uh, this work of helping single awesome women uh, attract true love, marriage, family, if they want that or have that um, for 15 years. And we have seen, take my sweater off, we have seen that number climb from uh in the 30% range to the 40% range like I said now it's getting closer to 50% of new relationships begin online and the reason is because um you're not you're not bumping into guys and people in general but you're not bumping into guys uh randomly the way you used to in the old days so the places where you're going to meet people that are serious about relationships is more and more on online dating sites, which are basically online meeting sites. And one of the biggest myths about, uh, Um, online dating is that there are online guys and there are in real life guys and here's the thing you just have to look at your own life when you're doing online dating do you not exist in real life of course you do you go to the grocery store you go to your your work or go to the, the auto repair shop you go to the post office you exist in real life and then in the evening you get on online dating sites and really are online meeting sites, right? What's the same thing for the guys? And just like there are scammers and knucklehead guys in the grocery store, at church, at at, at the post office, whatever, there are scammers and knucklehead guys online. So um, what's different about online meeting is that you're getting more feedback faster. And so if you're meeting jerks and scammers and stuff like that online, you're getting feedback about you. Does that mean that every time you attract a scammer, it's your fault? No, it's not. But it is your responsibility to look at why am I only meeting up with guys that just want sex, guys that are knuckleheads, guys that are scammers or liars, because um, those guys know what they're doing in terms of like who to interact with. And um, and if they're interacting with you and you're you're allowing that or encouraging that with, unbeknownst to you, not that you're a bad person who wants that, but um, that has more to do with your preparation and your uh, your beliefs about it than it does the fact that there are knuckleheads and scammers there because there are knuckleheads and scammers everywhere. Um, so looking at um, online dating sites and stuff like that, just recognize that the feedback that you're getting there is telling something, you something about yourself. It reminds me of a, I had an acquaintance a while ago who uh, a couple that were having tremendous difficulties with their daughter. Um, and she was acting out. She was just, she was doing a lot of things that were unhealthy for her and other people around her. And these parents, who are generally well-meaning people and good people, they went to a couple of therapists and they, for whatever reason, they didn't, um, you know, click with the therapist and stuff like that. And then I found out why they weren't clicking with the therapist, because they said, like the mom said, I need to find a really good therapist and I need to find someone that isn't gonna tell me that the reasons why I'm having trouble with my daughter is because of me. Okay, so you only want someone who's gonna tell you that you're doing everything right even though the results are showing you something else. And it's the same thing when it comes to dating and relationships. If you want someone to tell you that everything you're doing is right and perfect, then you're not really looking for a solution to your situation. You're just looking for someone to, to, um, to validate your, your struggles, your, your, your view of the world, your, your, why you're a victim of this, that, or the other. You're just looking for validation. You're not actually looking for a solution. Um, we, work with clients who are ready to actually find out the truth of their situation, and they are looking for a solution. They're not just looking for validation. Now, are we gonna validate that you're a good person that deserves love? Absolutely. But you know what? If you're going the wrong way on a one-way street, we're not gonna say, keep going, and then kinda like, hope you don't crash, we're going to say, "Hey, you're going the wrong way on a one-way street. You're going to need to turn this around and go in the opposite direction." We're going to say it with love, we're going to say it with respect, but we are going to tell you the truth. And if you're like that parent who I was telling you about, those parents who just wanted to get validated that everything that they're doing is right, then you're not really focused on getting a solution. You just want to feel better in the moment even though your results are showing you that something that you're doing is not getting you where you want to go. So, just to sum up that 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 uh, fourth big myth, it's not about the site; it's about you. And if your feedback that you're getting from online dating is that you know you're not ready for this higher quality, uh, emotionally mature, commitment-minded man, then accept that feedback and then look at what to do about it. That's what our clients do. They come to us and they go, okay, I've gotten the feedback that uh, for some reason that I'm unaware of, I'm attracting guys that are like this. How can I attract someone different? That right there, that's a power question. But if you want to assert that the reason why you're attracting these guys is because online guys are like this, or the reason why you're attracting knucklehead guys is because there's nothing but knucklehead guys in the world you're you're flying in the face of just basic facts how is it that women in your city are finding their dream guys today how is it that women in your state are finding dream guys today how is it that that our clients are finding their dream guys at every age every walk of life all that today how are they doing that because like God loves them and not you? No, it's just that they know something that you don't know. So you can either assert that that the guys are the problem or their online dating site is the problem, or you could start looking in the mirror and saying, what can I do about it? And if your only answer is, the only thing I'm gonna do is try harder at the thing that I'm doing that's not working, that's not a recipe for success. So consider that. So uh, myth number five, I have plenty of time. I just have to wait until let's see, until COVID is over. Then I'll then I'm going to be ready for love. Or I just, you know, I've got this big project at work. I just need to wait until this project is done. Or I'm selling my house. I just need to wait until I sell my house. Or I'm 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 buying a house. I just need to wait until I buy a house. Look, there are a lot of people that went to bed last night and didn't wake up today but they went to bed last night thinking that they had more time and that's just real life and here's another thing there's a lot of people that are 10 years older than you that wish they had started today making their love life a higher priority than they have been and women come to us when their love life is a high priority. The other aspects of their life are going well. They have a career, they have a a profession, they they have things together in their life, but this is something missing. But here's the thing, everybody as human beings, all of us want to keep doing the things that we feel comfortable and confident about and don't really scare us that much. We wanna keep doing those things. But if you want to keep doing the things that you're comfortable, confident about, and don't really scare you, then keep living a single life because you're you're well-practiced in that. But if you want to find love, you have to give up the idea that only doing things that you're comfortable with and feel confident about and stuff like that is the way to go. You're not going to uh, find your dream man If you're uncomfortable talking to guys that you really like, you're not confident talking to guys that are awesome, but you're very comfortable and confident talking with guys who you don't really wanna be with, right? How can you get more confident, right? That's really what we work on is how can you get more confident? That's what you need to be considering. How can you become more confident? And just like anything in life, confidence um, comes from competence. In other words, if you're not competent in something, you're not going to feel that confident in that. Now, sure, you can puff, you know, puff out your chest and act like you're confident, and basically, like people say, fake it until you make it. Yeah, but generally speaking, that doesn't work very well, right? Imagine the person who's like gets a new car and they're like, "Oh, I don't know how to drive a car. I had a friend. I, I drove motorcycles when I was uh, younger." And I had a friend who had a lot more money than me, and he bought a really, really fancy motorcycle, but he didn't know how to ride. And he thought just because he had the motorcycle, he would be able to ride it. And he crashed a few times, he eventually ended up selling it because he never learned how to ride the thing that he got that basically just landed on his lap. And his approach to life was, I'm just gonna like buy my way into that. And you might be able to fake it till you make it in some areas of life, but you cannot fake it till you make it in this area of life. How do you know that? Look at your results. Look at the last 10 years of your life. Are your relationships getting better and better and better where you have guys that are awesome guys that are basically fighting over you and you're just choosing between this guy who's awesome and that guy is awesome? If that's not the case, then, You're like my friend who's like, maybe you got a motorcycle, but you don't know how to ride it and you're not getting prepared for it, you know? Um, So if you're putting off getting more serious about this area of your life, you may be doing it because you're simply waiting until it becomes less comfortable or, or until it becomes more comfortable. And here's the reality. It's not going to be more comfortable you have to get out of your comfort zone and try something different, right? Working with us in an advanced program and having mentorship and coaches and guidance and stretching yourself and facing the areas where you're basically going the wrong way down a one-way street, it's going to be a little confronting, not in a disrespectful way, not in a mean way, but you're going to discover that there is actually an answer to why you haven't been able to attract the guy of your dreams after all these years of wishing for it, wanting for it, and like taking a break and working on yourself. This is, this is, again, this is like going back to one of the other myths. This is like the broke person who's asking their broke friend how to get wealthy. You yourself have been steering this ship of finding love for quite some time. And if you're not where you want to be, maybe you need to let someone else give you some guidance. It's like everybody makes fun of of guys who drive around and don't want to get directions and don't ask for any feedback, but clearly they're lost. Why? Because their ego, because they don't want to have to confront the fact that they don't really know where they're going. But what do smart people do? They flip on GPS and they say, you know what? Tell me where to go. And if I make a wrong turn, reroute me and put me on the path to the right path. That takes an emotionally mature ego. It's a, it's a less mature ego to say, I've got it, even when clearly you are lost, Because it doesn't make you a bad person that you're driving around an unfamiliar place and you're lost, but it does make you someone who's maybe not the brightest person to say, I'm lost, but I got it. It makes you a person who's more attached to your ego than to getting the results. And if getting the results, let's talk about love, If the results you want are to find true love, marriage, family, a high quality man, a high quality relationship, a a emotionally mature commitment minded man who wants marriage just as much as you, and you don't feel confident and competent and able to attract that, then it's time to set that scared part of you aside and allow yourself to flip on that GPS and be guided toward the destination. It'll save you time, it'll save you energy, it'll save you money uh, to do that. And um, so don't believe that that fifth myth, myth that you have plenty of time because the truth is whatever age you are, there are women 10 years older than you wishing that they had started at your age. And you know who's gonna be the next woman like that? You, if you don't do something about it right now, today. There's a saying uh, there's a Chinese proverb that the the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. the next best time is today. you simply do not have the time that you think you have. you can't wait until uh, Cynthia yeah best decision I've ever made because Cynthia decided today is a day even though this area of my life, Oh, this thing that I want to work on, I could keep working on that, I got this project at work, my career needs this, or whatever going on in my family, whatever is going on in your life, today is the day to make the decision to change the direction that you're going and flip on that GPS. A lot of our clients, Cynthia and others, decide that, you know what, having Johnny and Laura and, and the team of coaches Helping me is like having GPS taking me where I want to go. So don't be like the guy who's driving around saying, I got it, I got it, honey, even though he's clearly lost, right? Be the person who's asked for directions and then takes the directions so you can get where you want to go faster because you're already burning time. You're already burning money. Like it costs you more to live as a single woman. Every year that you delay, it's costing you money from sad spending to retail therapy to just rent or mortgage on a home that could fit two people. I'm, I'm not saying that you you go for love just to save money. I'm just saying, if you think you're gonna save money by waiting longer, you're simply not looking at logic. You're burning money, you're burning time, you're burning heartache, because you're not like a robot. Every time your, your, your hopes rise and fall, and you pick another dud, or you get taken advantage of, it hurts your heart. What about the times you sleep with someone who you think is special, but they turn out to be just playing you? It hurts your heart, and that's just being real. You know, this idea that women can just sleep around just like men do, come on, that's not real, you know? So, like, your heart, you have to value your heart. Like your heart getting hurt every time you think someone's special and they're not and they're just playing you, that hurts your heart. Well, value your heart. Flip on that GPS and get some direction so that that doesn't happen to you again, you know? So, okay, so that's myth number five. You don't have the time. And and look, if you want to have a family, you don't have infinite amount of time to do that. Right now, maybe you want to have a family where you're blending your kids or child with his kids or child or something like that. That's fine, but it, it, a still, your your kids need to have like a, a role model in the home for, you know, fatherhood, masculinity. How does a man treat a, a woman? How does like a gentleman treat a lady? How are they going to get that by watching TV? Heck no. By watching movies? Heck no. By listening to mu- music? Heck, heck no they need to have a man in the home now of course it's better to have a good man in the home than a bad man in the home this is obvious though isn't it it's obvious so you want to give yourself the opportunity and give your kids the opportunity because your kids are what 5 10 12 15 whatever like they, they don't have infinite time to have a father in the home so instead of using your kids as like a reason not to prioritize your love life, use your kids as a reason to prioritize your love life because they don't have infinite time, right? They're getting their blueprint for love, marriage, relationship. They're getting it right now from you. So what are they getting from you? Wait to have your dreams come true. Wait to, you know, be trampled on in relationships and hope it works out different in the future someday You probably don't want that for your kids, right? So you don't have infinite time just because none of us know how much time we have. So the time to do the things that really matter to us is today, regardless of what society tells you. Because I know society tells you you should wait until you get this next promotion. You should wait until you're uh, out of debt. You should wait until you have less debt. You should wait until you own the house or the bigger house or get this car. I know society is telling you that, but most people in society end up uh, unhappy in life. Why? Because they didn't prioritize love and relationships when they could have. Instead, they wait till they're uh, much older and then they go, Well, it didn't work out for me. I mean, you could wait if you want to do that, but I encourage you to make love and relationships a higher priority now because then your whole life, the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years of your life, can be dramatically different. So, um, Uh, Myth number six is that dating is dating. It's all the same. Absolutely not. You are the relationship establisher and the relationship navigator. How you get into the relationship has everything to do with where that relationship goes. Uh, Of of 15 years of doing this, I met one person, not a client, but one person who basically, and, and just my whole life, I've known one person who basically... She was sleeping around and, and, and just bumped into her guy who turned out to be her soulmate and awesome guy. One person, you probably know one person like that too. Just like I've heard of one person who went to Vegas and came back with tens of thousands of dollars. I know one person that hit Powerball and, and make, made a hundred million dollars from Powerball. But because one person did something, right? and it worked out by luck, is that really gonna be our plan? Dating, just for dating's sake, is what you do when you're in your teens or in your 20s. But if you think that dating for relationship, for love, for marriage is the same as just dating, and you think that the difference is gonna be the guy, oh my God, you've already lost, there's no chance it's gonna work out how you date if you're in your mind for marriage and family and true love and commitment to last the rest of your life the way you date has everything to do with where that relationship is going to go a guy even an awesome guy if you don't know how to establish that relationship as one where you are the prize, where you are feeling effortlessly feminine and magnetic and you know how to keep that going, turn that up and how to activate his masculine, if you don't know how to do that, even an awesome guy will treat you like a woman to just like a fling, just someone who will be fun to hang out with and do some stuff with, but not a woman he wants to marry even though he's a great guy, because you have established a relationship in a certain way and you may be clueless about how to do that. So dating for dating's sake is not the same and it's not about grilling him or Googling him and checking him out. If what you thought was the problem with your love life was truly the problem with your love life, you would have solved it years ago. Long as you've been trying, much as you've been doing, you would have solved it years ago. So what does that tell you? What you think is the problem is not the problem. Everybody has blind spots. I do, and so do you. So when it comes to, let's say, uh, fitness and health, you know, I'm not running any marathons. If I think the reason why I'm not running a marathon is because of this, that, or the other, and I actually want to, which I don't, but if I did, maybe I should go with someone who actually knows about that topic to find out whether I have any blind spots about my ability to run that marathon. And and same thing for you. If you think that dating is dating and the only thing you're looking for is the, the right, the next guy who'll be the right guy, you're not gonna be able to win like that. Because if what you thought was the problem was truly the problem, if what you thought was the obstacle was truly the obstacle, if what you thought was the reason why you're not happily married and, and having a family with your soulmate right now was truly the reason, you would have solved it already. You have been trying, I know it. But clearly, What you think is the thing to work on can't be the thing to work on because it would have solved it already. Because you probably didn't just wake up today and say, I have a new idea today. I want to meet my soulmate, get married, live the life of my dreams. You've been thinking about that for quite some time, haven't you? So the blind spots that you have as a human being, because we all have it, that's why we need to have somebody else Come in and look at that and again guide us because if we're going the wrong way down a one-way street, it doesn't matter how fast we're going, doesn't matter how much we are singing, doesn't matter what color your dress is, doesn't matter any of that stuff, you're going to crash and you're going to have a problem. You need to have somebody who can see what you can't see and turn you around going into the right direction. So I hope that these uh, six myths have been helpful for you. Um, let me know um, what, what questions you have, anything like that. I encourage you to stay engaged in this group. I encourage you to ask questions. I encourage you to consume as much of these, um, Facebook lives as, as possible. And if you're ready to turn that car around and go in the right direction and you're ready to have true love marriage and family and this is a high priority for you right now in your life despite the fact that this is going on that's going on the project is happening work is happening this degree that promotion covid this that and you actually are ready to do something about it i encourage you to to explore whether you're fit to work with us All right. So hope you're having a beautiful and blessed uh, day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Hey, I'm so glad you were here with us today, listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to discover if you have any hidden patterns in your life that are disrupting your forward progress, you're gonna wanna head over to singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz to take a quick five minute quiz that we created so that you can find out what your love pattern is and more importantly, what can be done about it to overcome any self-sabotage that may come with it. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz for that free quick insight into your unique love pattern and how to break it. Also, if you like this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you love or like about the podcast. See, when you leave us a quick, honest review, that actually helps other awesome women just like you discover this podcast and helps them learn, live, and love better, just like you're learning right now. Thanks so much.